danger. It's dangerous. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're wild. You're wild. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler of rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody. Yes, it's Monday. Back to work week. Absolutely. It's always hard for me to sleep on Sunday night, man. Really? Why? I don't know. I don't know if I'd be like anxious because of the week to come, but every Sunday night is just very, very difficult for me to sleep. It's been like that for a long time now. Nah, my weekend was a little hectic. Friday night, of course, my daughter had the prom, so she went to the prom. How was that? It was, um, it was good. She said she had a good time. She was, the prom ended at 11. She was back home by 11.30. It was like a, you know, a 20-minute drive to the prom, so she came right back. Oh, you you knew the exact time and everything Absolutely. from the house to the, to the prom, huh? And you know what I realized? That I really didn't have to worry because my right. dad came to the house to see her, and my dad was worse than me. My dad told a young man, he said, stop the music. He said, you know that's my number one granddaughter, right? You know I know where you live. And the kids started laughing like, <laughs> he said, no, no, I really know where you live. Like, don't play with me. She better be home at 1130 or I'm going to come to your house. I was like, damn, Dad, there's, like, there's no joke. There's no laugh. There's no funny. I'd have looked back at him and said, well, I don't plan to have sex with her at the house. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> at my house. See? <laughs> See? See? <laughs> See? He probably would have shot you. Her dad probably would have shot you. All right, yeah, but she got back. She looked beautiful. She had an amazing time. And then Sunday... If any, if any of you out there have little daughters, you know if they're in dance class, they have a recital, right? And they know when they're young, the recital was usually three hours long. And the bad part about the recital that's three hours long is your daughter, since she's the youngest, is usually the first five, so they expect you to stay the whole recital. Nah. Nah, B. Nah, B. I'm going to give you the intermission. i give you the intermission. Intermission, we out. We out. But she had a recital. She did her damn thing. Shout to uh, London. Shout to Madison. Had a great, 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 great weekend. I, oh, and then I forgot real estate class. We had a, we held a real estate class for everybody out in Queens this weekend, where we actually taught people how to get in the real estate business, what they need to look at, uh, from foreclosures to wholesaling to how to use somebody else's money to buy real estate. And I'm loving these classes because I'm starting to see younger and younger and younger individuals. When we first did it, it was like I would say 35 and over, but now I'm starting to see 18 year olds there, 19 year olds, 20 year old people that just get a little bit of money or just want to get into the game and make money and have some wealth through real estate. We had a great class Sunday at St. John's, so shout out to everybody that came out. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Uh, Neo will be joining us, R&B singer Neo. He has an album out right now, so we're going to kick it with Neo a little bit later. I have not listened to Neo's album, man. I know Neo's album came out last Friday. I didn't get right. a chance to listen to it. Yeah, also, Gina Page. Gina Page. Now, I'm excited about this. The reason I'm excited about this is because a few weeks ago, we... Mm-hmm. Uh, took our African ancestry test. Now, Correct. I took 23andMe a while back, and 23andMe told me that I'm 97% West African, so I'm really black. You know, I appreciate that, because every day I wake up and I say, how can I be more black today? So, but the fact that I'm 97% West African, I'm black as F. Drop okay. one of clues bombs for me. But, 
Right. When Chadwick Boseman was here, he told us about African ancestry, and African ancestry goes a little bit deeper because it tells you what tribe you're from mm. and what country you're from mm. in uh, Africa. Okay. So, so Gina will be here this morning to reveal those results for me and Envy. Uh, they didn't have a Latin America ancestry oh test for goodness. Envy, so he took an African one. Uh, well, so hopefully today I will prove that I, I am African American well, and I come from African. Uh, to sit. Well, everything traces back to Africa, regardless of what you are. All right. So I'm sure you got a little bit of African in you. No, I'm, I'm, today I'm going to prove that I'm African and not, what do you call me? Dominican. No, I'm not Dominican. We'll see. We'll, we're going to prove that today. So you, keep was on the, you was on the Puerto Rican Day Parade float yesterday. I did not go to the Puerto Rican Day Parade. I did not go Frighten. on the floor. I was not there. All right. When we come back, we got front page news. We'll tell you about Trump. Is he considering partnering all uh, NFL players' requests? We'll tell you all about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. And over the weekend, Friday night, yes, the Warriors swept the Cavs, beating them 108-85. Was anybody surprised? No. I didn't think it was going. I didn't think they want to sweep them. I think it was going to take five games. Yeah, I thought they'd probably win one, but they did. I thought so. Kevin Durant was named Finals MVP, so congratulations to the Warriors. Could've given that to him or Steph doesn't even matter though. All he wanted is the rings at the end of the day. Yeah, I think I think Steph might have got should have got that one. Drop on the clues bombs for that Golden State Warriors dynasty, man. Three mm-hmm. out of the last four championships have gone to the Golden State Warriors. Right. Okay. All right. Now let's talk Steph about Curry era. Let's talk about Donald Trump. Now he's telling athletes, if you guys kneel. You know, I'll take your recommendations on who should be pardoned, and we actually have him saying it. They're not proud enough to stand for our national anthem. I don't like that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say to them, instead of talk, it's all talk, talk, talk. I am going to ask all of those people to recommend to me, because that's what they're protesting, people that were unfairly treated, friends of theirs or people that they know about, and I'm going to take a look at those applications and if I find, and my committee finds that they're unfairly treated, then we will pardon them or at least let them out. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. Kaepernick and other players were kneeling because of the injustice that black and brown people have faced at the hands of the police. Oftentimes, that injustice is death. Correct. So is Trump going to resurrect some of these people? Well, he's true. He, uh, you know, he's talking about, is he going to resurrect Philando Castile and well, out in Sterling and... Uh, Mike Brown and all, uh, is he going to re- resurrect people? It's funny that you're saying that because he actually is thinking about pardoning Muhammad Ali. We have audio. I'm thinking about somebody that you all know very well, and he went through a lot, and he wasn't very popular then. He certainly, his memory is very popular now. I'm thinking about Muhammad Ali. Correct me if I'm wrong again, because I didn't go to college, mm-hmm. but I think that I've read somewhere that the Supreme Court overturned Ali's conviction in 1971. That is true. So there's nothing to pardon? That That, that is true. And um, Muhammad Ali's uh, ex-wife actually speaks about the pardon, and she finds it kind of funny. Muhammad Ali was pardoned. He fought for his freedom and his rights to stand up for his belief, and he, he, he was successful. So there's no necessary need for a pardon. And then, plus... Uh, He's gone. I, it's a little too late. You know what? I think the partnership goes to those who kneel. That would be putting it in the right perspective, in the right place. Because if he accepts Muhammad Ali being right for what he did and, and want to give him a pardon, then that pardon should be going to out to all those people who kneel. Kneeling is a crime? No. Oh, so I don't understand what she means when she says 
the pardon should go to those who kneel. She meant the, I guess, the saying that the for the athletes who don't kneel, who or the athletes who kneel that get the recommendation from Trump, pardon those people. Don't worry about pardoning Muhammad Ali. That's what she was trying to say. I don't know what you just said either. Oh, okay, well, but listen, I I want to know, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong again. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't see the point of pardoning all these dead people. Okay, unless yeah. you, unless your criminal. That's record, what she was saying. Unless your criminal record on earth needs to be cleared for you to get into heaven, I don't see the point. Yeah, I, I don't either. I don't either. Well, Robert De Niro uh, had some choice words for Donald Trump over the weekend. I'm going to say one thing. F*** Trump. It's no longer down with Trump. It's f- Trump. Now, this was at the Tony Awards. Now, of course, the American version didn't play that. They actually cut that out. But I guess it, it was uh, aired in Australia as well. And that's the full version that Australia aired. Has Trump tweeted about that yet? I don't think so, but I'm sure he'll do it this morning. He's busy. He's meeting with uh, Kim Kardashian in North Korea. Uh, not Kim Kardashian. What's the Kim name over there? Kim Kardashian. Kim Jong-un. I'm sure that's not his name. That is um, something like that. Right. But there he's meeting with him, right? Is that today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. How was your weekend? Did you have a great weekend? You want to spread some positivity? Call us now. Maybe you had a horrible weekend. 800-585-1051. Let us know how your weekend was. I know it was Puerto Rican Day Parade on Sunday. Let me know what you did this weekend. I know the weather was nice. Maybe your weekend didn't do, go well and you just want to vent so you can have a great Monday. Call us now. Phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's going on? It's Andrew. What's up, Andrew? Get it off your chest, bro. Now, I just wanted to spread some positivity, man. We start another week. We're here, so we might as well enjoy it. Okay, absolutely, brother. No doubt. Hey, Charlamagne. Yes, sir. I be seeing, I be hearing you plugging that um for him stuff. Does that really work? What, the hair, the hair stuff? Yeah, because I'm on my last lap, so I need something for it. It's all over. Hey, man, get, yeah, it, it don't hurt to try. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I got a bald head. You know what I mean? On purpose. But you, right. don't, you don't have to have one. You know what I mean? It don't hurt to try, though, if you're still holding on to that last little bit of hairline you got left. If you out here LeBron in it. Nah, I ain't that bad, but I feel you. I'm going to see what's up. <laughs> all right, brother. I think right, LeBron's bro, hairline is due to stress, though. I'm not going to lie to you. When you lose uh, six NBA finals, man, that's a little bit stressful. I didn't know you was trying to get your hair back, man, trying to get that, that little stuff. I'm not. Oh. I'm just giving people an uh, alternative if they want to keep that. Uh-oh. Hello, who's this? Toya. Hey, Toya, get it off your chest. I want to talk about spoiling kids. Like, parents really need to stop spoiling these kids out here and making them rotten. They need to know that they need to earn things. And too often you hear people are older and they're saying, I don't have nobody around me. My kids don't check for me. And all their life, they was there for them, spoiling them, and so they need to turn around and be so ungrateful. Spoil yourself. Give them what they need. Them grow older and spoil yourself, and you spoil yourself as an adult. What, what's you making you so mad? You spoiled your kids or something? Something happened wrong? What's making you so mad, Mama? No, I did not spoil my kids, but my child is pretty fortunate, and I actually do the thing. I like the word you use. You said yeah, fortunate. My, my children are fortunate. Yeah, no, my kids are spoiled. I, I, I spoil the hell out of my kids. We do things that I couldn't do as a child, but my, my kids know the value of money, and they respect everything, and they make sure they work hard, their grades are good, and they help around the house. They're yeah, that's good why kids. I, the, the, I wouldn't say they're Life. spoiled. They're fortunate. My kids are fortunate. You know what I mean? Because they do what my daughter does what she's supposed to do. Absolutely. Now, my two-year-old is spoiled, but that's because she's spoiling herself right now. She don't take no for an answer. My goodness. Hello, who's this? Yes, this is Armand. Good morning. Armand, get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to, uh, you know, just 
I had a son born 11 days ago, and it's been busy these past two weeks, but me and my wife are doing well. What was the and, date, June uh, 1st? Gift day. I'm sorry? What was the date, June 1st? May 29th. Oh, May 29th, okay. Yeah, but Coach, Congrats. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's been doing well, thank you. And Charlemagne, I've been reading the book. Thank I'm you, on, uh I'm on uh, put, the weed in the, what, put the Weed in the Bag. I haven't started that chapter yet, but so far everything's been good, and just, you know, thank you for your words. I'm, I'm excited for the next book to come out when it comes out. It'll be, um, it'll be out October 23rd. You can pre-order it right now. It's called Shook One, Anxiety's Playing Tricks on Me. It's about anxiety oh. and therapy and PTSD and trauma and all of that type of stuff we don't talk about. Absolutely. I appreciate that. And, you know, I think that's definitely something that needs to be addressed. Not just, you know, what's happened with uh, Kate Spade and, and Bourdain, unfortunately, but that's been something that's been happening without even being mentioned. Right. 100%. You know? And so, so, yeah, thank you for that. So, yeah, and then just want to shout out my, my business. Um... Novo Services Group has been doing well. It's a uh, professional development and career services-based business, and I've been doing that on the side of the uh, full-time uh, full-time hustle. But it's been fun. So just want to you know spread positivity this morning and right, thank bro. you for everything. Thank you. Hi, right, my brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, my name's Brett, man. How's it going this morning? Brett, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Yo, I, I first want to congratulate uh, Charlemagne the God. I saw him uh, this week on uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, man. And for one, that was just a great appearance, man. That was, uh, you know, I love that show. A lot of enlightening uh, comes from that show. And um, Thank you, sir. You know, and uh, I do want to ask you, man, you know, with... But, you know, Donald Trump attacking the NFL, you know, with, you know, you know, it just got released, what, two weeks ago, Colin Kaepernick uh, and the other, his uh, other player of the same team, they found, like, proof that, you know, the NFL, the owners colluded against them to make their Oh, yeah, I, I, I fully think Colin Kaepernick is going to win that collusion case. Uh, so they're, they're, subpoena, they're subpoenaing Donald Trump. So, yeah, I think Colin's going to come out clean in that situation. Anthony, get it off your chest, bro. Yes, sir. Good morning. How y'all doing, Breakfast Club? Doing pretty good. Blessed. What's going on, brother? Uh, I have a 90-year-old uh, aunt, and um, my brother's been de- uh, deported, and um, his mom is 90 years old. She's blind. She can't hear. My wife helps me out to take care of her, and we just do the best we can. And also, that my son is back from Hawaii. He's in the Marines. And uh, I'm blessed to have him here. Okay. Now, who got deported now? My brother. My brother got deported. He's in Jamaica, and uh, we take care of my aunt. And, um, you know, been knowing her since day one, man. She gave me my first beer. <laughs> oh, oh, she wow. gave you your, your first beer? What was it? What, what kind of beer was it? Jamaican Red Stripe? Heineken. It was a Heineken. I knew it was a Heineken. Oh, Heineken. <laughs> I knew it was a Heineken. <laughs> All right, bro. Thank well, getting, you de- getting deported to Jamaica is not a really a bad thing, to be honest. It depends what the part of Jamaica. No, no. He's, he's not able to uh, do the things that he was doing when he was here in uh, Miami. And what is that? Oh, man. He was working hard, man. Um, very hard. Why did he get deported? He's not able to. Uh, got into the wrong field. Selling right, drugs. drugs. Okay. Got you. All right, brother. Hello. Who's this? This is Siobhan from the Bronx. Siobhan from the Bronx. Get it off your chest, mama. Throwing up the X way before citizens of Wakanda work. <laughs> What's good, Charlotte family? What's up, mama? How y'all doing this morning? We great. We blessed, black, highly favored. Why are you calling this morning, mama? Um, I'm calling because I just want to spread some 
positivity. Uh, my sister's actually retiring in two more weeks. So um, we went this weekend to pick out a dress for her. And I'm really inspired um, by my siblings because my brother also owns a business. So just coming from, you know, the Bronx, that's like, you know, the grit of everything. So I'm really inspired by uh, both of them. And um, yeah, I just want to shit up with y'all. Word. That's good. You got to find inspiration from somewhere, baby. Absolutely. All right, mama. All right. Take care, guys. Have a great week. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. When we come back, we got some rumors for you. Eminem, he's facing backlash for some uh, realistic gunshot sounds. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right. Pusha T took that record to heart. Nice for what do these Negroes do? Oh. Okay, starting with you, Aubrey. The beef is over, all right? It is. It all is. right, well. Still mo- was fun while it lasted. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Beyonce and Jay Z. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Please let the people know Angela Yee is not here today. Yeah, Angela Yee is out today. Now, um, Beyonce and Jay-Z are on tour. They're overseas. And fans who go to the show, when they get their tour book, they opened it up and got a special surprise. Now, two of these photos in the collection was uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce in bed. And uh, Beyonce was... Uh, she had the cheeks out. Her ass was out. She had, like, a little thong on, and her ass was out. I don't understand why everybody uh, was, was, was so... Uh, up in arms over that picture. Like, they was going crazy like we've never seen Beyonce's cheeks before. All right, and also there's another picture of Jay-Z and Beyonce in bed and they're cuddling. And they just, uh, both are naked and they're just cuddling. I saw people slandering, weird. I saw people slandering that picture too. Why is it weird for a man to be in the bed cuddling, cuddling with his wife? It's not weird at all. You just said it was kind of weird. It's, it's weird seeing that because you don't you don't oh, usually see yeah, yeah, Jay Z, yeah, yeah, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Z like that. You don't see them that vulnerable. You don't see them nah, that, that vulnerable. vulnerable. Not at all. Yeah, that's Mm-mm. that's what I think had everybody like uh, so shook with the fact that they were that vulnerable. Right. Yeah. I don't have no problem with it. I mean, I cuddle with my wife. I just you know you just don't see them like that, so it's surprising. But I have no problem with it. It's black love. I love to see that. All right, now Eminem he faces a little backlash. Now he was using realistic gunshots as he was performing. You know when you're performing and sometimes the DJ hits the bomb, 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 bomb. Well, people actually thought it was somebody actually shooting. We have actually audio. <laughs> Who doesn't do that though? I, I think like there's no such thing as uh unrealistic gunshots. I think everybody does that shot. Yeah, when that. we use gunshots in here, we use gunshots. Like what? What is there such thing as fake gunshots? I don't know. What are fake gunshots? A muffler backfiring? I have no Firecrackers? idea. Firecrackers. Well, people were pretty upset about that and were, were, were mad that he did it and said they were younger fans. He shouldn't have used it. Those realistic gunshot uh, sound yeah, effects. Let's and- chop a ring one time, man. No, that that's not a chopper. chopper. That wasn't my chopper. There you go. That's the chopper. That's my chopper. That's the chopper. Who cares? Who doesn't? What, I don't even understand what that means. What's the logic? Unrealistic gunshots. What are the unreal? What kind of gunshots was he supposed to use? Pow. Oh, okay. I guess I don't know. Uh, lastly, Little Kim has uh, reportedly filed for Chapter Thirteen. That's bankruptcy. Now we found out uh, over the weekend that. Uh, they are trying to take her home. She reportedly owes $2 million on a loan for her home in New Jersey, 186000 for legal fees, and $1.8 million in back taxes. So she owes a lot of money, so she's filing for bankruptcy. I would think that house would be paid for, though, right? Um, she's had it a while. I don't know how much she owes on it or, or what she had to do. Maybe she took out another loan to you know, do some renovations. Who knows? But 
I mean, bankruptcy is not a bad thing. People usually do that to, to get out of You've ways of doing stuff. things and restructure some things. A lot of people do it all the time. And Little Kim still lives in the house, so I don't think there's a... They've been saying that they've been trying to take this house for a long time. I know Little Kim is working on new music, and she's going on the road, so I'm sure she'll be able to handle that ASAP. I'm going to include the bomb for Little Kim. Yeah, One shout out to Little Kim. I, I, I don't play when it comes to people filing bankruptcy and having IRS Not issues. Because don't nobody want that smoke. Nobody want that right? smoke. That's one smoke you don't want. You don't want that smoke. You don't want that smoke with Earth. No, nah, absolutely okay? not. That's what I call them, Earth. So shout out to Little Kim. If, All you, right. if IRS was a word, that would be the word, Earth. Earth, absolutely. I don't want no problems with Earth. I don't want no problems right? with so, IRS. So Little Kim, I hope you've pulled through. Absolutely. She'll all be right. all right. I'm, I'm sure for you. All right, and that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back next hour, uh, Gina Page will be joining us. For the people who don't know who Gina Page is, explain it to them right t- one time. Gina Page is the founder of a, uh, of, a, of, a, of something called AfricanAncestry.com. Now, mm-hmm. a few months ago, I took a 23andMe.com test and found that I'm 97% West African, so I'm black as hell, okay? Mm-hmm. I really don't get no blacker than that, mm-hmm. all right? But Chadwick Boseman was up here, and he told us that you can dig a little deeper if you go to African Ancestry because they tell you what tribe you're from and what country mm. in Africa you're from. So um, we'll be finding our results out this morning. Envy swabbed his little cheeks mm-hmm. a few months ago. That's correct, and I will show to you guys that I'm not Dominican. They don't have a Latin American ancestry test that I know of, but everything traces back to Africa anyway. So it'll prove today. I will prove today that I'm not Dominican and that I'm from African descent. I don't know what tribe. You can still be Dominican and be of African descent, though. Duh, didn't we learn about Afro-Latinos? Have right. you forgot already? Yeah, I forgot See, already. we'll get in trouble next time. <laughs> Afro-Latino comes up here. Right. Okay? You're right. You're right. All right? You're right. All right. And when we come back, we'll tell you about your President Donald Trump and front page news. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes, morning everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy, we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Let's talk Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump really wants these players to stop kneeling during the national anthem. So he come up with a solution that he says, if you stop kneeling, I'll do something for you. Let's hear it. They're not proud enough to stand for our national anthem. I don't like that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say to them, instead of talk, it's all talk, talk, talk. I am going to ask all of those people to recommend to me, because that's what they're protesting, people that were unfairly treated, friends of theirs or people that they know about, and I'm going to take a look at those applications, and if I find, and my committee finds that they're unfairly treated, then we will pardon them or at least let them out. I wonder if Trump knows that majority of people they are kneeling for are dead. The Eric Garners of the world, the Alton Sterlings, the Philando Castillo, the Mike Browns. Does he have any clue that majority of people so. they are kneeling for have been killed at the hands of the police? Well, he does want to pardon Muhammad Ali. I'm thinking about somebody that you all know very well, and he went through a lot, and he wasn't very popular then. He certainly, his memory is very popular now. I'm thinking about Muhammad Ali. The Supreme Court overturned Ali's conviction in '71. There's nothing to pardon, sir. Just, 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 it's just, just Amazing, weird, man. This man makes me feel like I can do anything. I'm telling you, it's just, it's just. I mean, weird. I mean, I know I'm not white and rich, but Jesus Christ, man, he's the greatest case of optimism America has ever seen. Well, Muhammad Ali's ex-wife said, "Don't pardon him." Muhammad Ali was pardoned. He fought for his freedom and his rights to stand up for his belief, and he, he, he was successful. So there's no necessary need for a pardon, and then. Plus, uh, he's gone. I, it's a little too late. You know what? I think the pardon should go to those who kneel. That would be putting it in the right 
perspective in the right place. Because if he accepts Muhammad Ali being right for what he did and, and going to give him a pardon, then that pardon should be going to out to all those people who kneel. Uh, I don't see the point of pardoning all these dead people. Okay, unless yeah. your criminal record on earth needs to be cleared to get into heaven, I don't see what pardoning all the dead black people is going to do. You know, to do something for black people that are alive. Well, all right? on another note, Robert De Niro really dislikes Donald Trump. Now, over the weekend, he was at the Tony Awards. He was introducing Bruce Springsteen and said this. I'm going to say one thing. F*** Trump. It's no longer down with Trump. It's f- Trump. Okay, well, CBS... want all the smoke. Yeah, he wants all the smoke. Now, CBS actually took that out, so you didn't see that when it broadcasted in America, but that was, uh, I guess, streamed in Australia, and Australia just left it in. Wasn't it live, though? It was... I don't know. Well, you know, sometimes on delay. It's on delay sometimes. You know, it was like a 10-second delay or 30-second delay, so they definitely bleeped that out. All right, and that's your front-page news. Now, when we come back... Okay, I'm excited about this. The reason I'm excited about this is because I've been waiting a couple months to get my results back from African ancestry. Now, I told y'all I took 23andMe a few months ago. Maybe last year I took 23andMe. It was a long time ago. It was a while ago, but I found out I'm 97% West African, but we had Chadwick Bozeman up here, and Chadwick Bozeman was talking to us about uh, African ancestry. And African ancestry tells you what tribe you're from and what mm-hmm. country you're from in Africa. So the founder of African ancestry, Gina Page, reached out to me. We need some African music and, right now. Man, stop it, man. So we swabbed our cheeks. Right. All right. And was, well, not together, but I, I go ahead. You swabbed your cheek and I swabbed mine. <laughs> see, see, see. You're playing too much. Then we, then we sent them off. And uh, this morning, Gina Page will be here to give us our results and let you know how you can um, get involved with African ancestry as well. Okay. I, I don't want y'all looking for African music. I, I just feel like I'm about to be offended. Okay? Don't do it. I don't know. Don't I'm, do I'm it. African too. I'm not. You got the Puerto Rican over there looking for African music. Everybody <laughs> just relax. All right? Just everybody cool out. Drum. Just cool out. All right. Well, we're going to kick it with her when we come back. Mm-hmm. Gina Page, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, we have uh, a young lady in the building, Miss Nina Page. Her name is not Nina Page. It's Gina Page, you crazy fool. <laughs> okay? And Gina Page uh, is the founder of African Ancestry. Dot com. You know, uh, a couple of months ago, I took a 23andMe.com test and it said that I was 97% West African, which I love because I'm black as black as hell. And uh, somebody, Chadwick Bozeman actually put us on the African ancestry and said that if you get with them, they can tell you your tribe and what country you're from. So, right. As a matter of fact, play the clip. Let's play the clip. Play the clip. What I did is I took a DNA test. Me too. Yeah. So, so where <laughs> you from? I'm, from, I'm 97% uh, East African. West African. No, see, that's the wrong test. Which one you took? Like you got the you exact. took you took ancestry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a- African ancestry. What's the difference? So African ancestry could tell you the specific um, ethnic group that you come from. Mm. So you know if you if you just know the country, that's still the European borders. But if you know that you're Yoruba from Nigeria, then you can now now you can you can pinpoint specific customs and rituals. Got you. That that are part of your past. So our special guest heard that, Miss Gina, <laughs> Page. Gina Page, right? And so she sent us African ancestry kits, right? Well, good morning, Miss Gina good Page. Good morning. Gina Page. How are you? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Now, how do you get all these results? We are able to get these results because we have the largest database of African lineages in the world. Mm-hmm. So we're the only DNA company, if you will, for for ancestry that can can specialize in giving black people specific information. How long have you been doing this work? 
15 years. Wow. So we pioneered this technology. What made folks. you do it? What, what, what was the start? Like, why were you, you know, what made you want to do this? You know, so my business partner is a geneticist, mm-hmm. Dr. Rick Kittles, who is a fan of your show. Thank you, Dr. And, Kittles, uh, for <laughs> I appreciate you. A man who's distinguishing yourself. <laughs> he, um, he really wanted to know where he was from. Mm. That's how it really started. Right. He just wanted to know where he was from. As he moved along in his career, he worked on the New York African Burial Ground Project Mm in the 90s here in New York in lower Manhattan. They were building a federal building and they unearthed a cemetery in the process. Mm. And so a team from Howard University was brought in to identify the ancestry of those bones. So then the community said, well, if you can do it for bones, you should be able to do it for me. I'm Mm. still alive. And so it was a classic case of the community saying, I want this information. Wow. And us forming a company to provide them with the answer. I need to know what you were doing before all this. Because <laughs> either it was boring or it wasn't fulfilling. <laughs> like something. What was it? I had a corporate background. So, okay. I, so I marketed Colgate Palmolive products, okay. uh, Sara Lee Bakery products, stuff like that. Wasn't fulfilling is this? No, because you know what? It doesn't really matter if you use dish liquid that has scrubbing bubbles in it or if it <laughs> smells like lavender. That doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, we, we shouldn't really be eating a whole bunch of cheesecakes and frozen pies and mm. all of that. This technology did not exist. Mm. Before AfricanAncestry.com, if you wanted to know where in Africa you came from, you were short. Mm. That's real. And so this isn't like anything else that has ever existed. So, yeah, it's very different and much more fulfilling. Now, you tested a lot of celebrities. tested Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. John Legend, yes. Spike Lee. Yes. And now we're excited. Uh, Lisa Rice. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited to get ours. I want to see if I'm if I'm really black or I'm uh, Dominican. Not, or, we'll get to that. Not or, yet. Or, <laughs> or if I'm uh, European from somewhere. I, I think you're Dominican. I'm going to be honest with you. Have, have you. have you ever had that happen? Somebody can't wait to see where they're from Africa, but they're from somewhere totally different? Yeah, it wouldn't be the Caribbean, though, because okay. we were taken, we were brought from Africa to the Caribbean, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't say Dominican, it would go beyond to Africa. Gotcha. But yeah, so we don't know what we're going to find. We're mm. called African Ancestry, but none of us is 100% anything, mm. right? I was 97 when I did that other test. See, and that's not yeah. 100%, so yeah. you were 3% something else. Yep. So we might find part of your 97% or we might find part of your 3%. We don't know. I think I'm Indian. I think I got a little Indian in me. You might. You might. I think so. Might. I think my mama told me one time my great-grandfather was Your mama Indian. did what with an Indian? What happened? Nothing. You don't shut up. <laughs> what you say? I think she told me <laughs> that her grandfather was an Indian or something. I don't know. Why is it important for people to know their ancestry? That, that's your foundation. Mm-hmm. You can't know who you are if you don't know where you come from. Right. Mm. And we're, as black Americans, we're the only group in this country that doesn't know. We know we're from Africa at some point. We know it's West Africa Mm -hmm. because we know history. But there are thousands of cultures and traditions and practices. So it's a real difference when you know that your ancestry is African versus knowing that your people were uh, warriors or your people were artisans Mm -hmm. or your people were business people like mine. Mm -hmm. So it puts my entrepreneurship into perspective in a new way. What's your tribe? So on my father's 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 line, I I trace back to the house of people living in Nigeria Mm -hmm. today. And then on my mother's 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 line, like you all did, I trace back to the Fulani people living in Nigeria. Did you see a spike in people uh, wanting to know where where they're from after Black Panther? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I mean, 
it was it was amazing how the consciousness just shifted mm. almost on a dime. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now people want to find their own Wakanda. You know, they already know they're African. That's not what they want to know. They want to know where in Africa. So um, that movie was definitely um, instrumental and pivotal in sh- shifting the collective consciousness. Because, you know, before February, when we would tell people what we would do, they would say, I'm from Zamunda. Yes. <laughs> Zamunda, right? Yeah, yeah. Zamunda was our Coming cultural yeah. reference. Right, right, right. And then the day Black Panther launched, is, now we're all from Wakanda. Wakanda. That's still a debate, though. <laughs> all jokes aside, Wakanda, where, Zamunda. Where would you rather be for? See, I feel like Zamunda is more like Jersey. Wakanda's more like New York. Like, I would live in Zamunda and work in Wakanda. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like Zamunda's probably good. a little bit more country, a little more rural. You know? Wakanda's more city-like. So yeah. I would I would live in Zamunda, work in Wakanda. Yeah. You know, they didn't show us Zamunda, though. Just a little bit. Just just, just when they were bit. going through yeah, the... Yeah, going through, yeah. 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 We saw a lot more in Wakanda. All right, we have more with Gina Page when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Gina Page here from African Ancestry. Charlemagne? You ready? I'm ready. You ready to find out you're from Dominican and go have some <laughs> questions for your parents? Huh? <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I better not be My adopted. wife already got hers back. My wife got hers back. This week, I believe. Okay. Yeah, she's uh, from Sierra Leone. Okay. So that's why I call her my diamond from Sierra Leone. All right. Yes. So who should I do first? Um, Do the Dominican first. Okay. <laughs> so the test that we did for you traces your mother's mother's you give it to mother's mother's line. Okay. I'm, yeah, I will. And um, it only looks at that branch of your tree. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look at anybody else, nobody on your father's side, nobody on your mother's father's side. It's just mother to mother to mother. Gotcha. And these results are going to be the same for you, your children, your siblings, your mother, Mm -hmm. her brothers and sisters, their kids. Everybody in the family is now going to share these results. So the mother is the most important one to get because that's the most comprehensive or... No, the mother is important to get because there's a 92% chance that's going to be African. Mm. Got you. When we do the paternal line, it only comes back African 65% of the time. Really? I wonder why. Because white men were having brown babies. Mm. We look, men were raping, raping our ancestors. Our, yeah, raping our ancestors. Yes. You said that. So <laughs> when we look at the Y chromosome that you, you all as men get from white men, I mean, get from your fathers, <laughs> get, from <white> men. <laughs> get from your fathers, it could, if you know, if a, if a British slave trader had a, a son with an enslaved African woman, then that son's going to be black. And over generations, he can look like you and me or look like you. Gotcha, but gotcha. the Y chromosome still going to go back to Britain. Gotcha. So I didn't want to come here and give you, have the chance of giving you um, European results. Please don't. So <laughs> that's why I said The last thing the, I want in my life right now. <laughs> the maternal test. So... Actually, I'm going to do you both at the same time. Is that okay, cool? Because your results are extremely similar. No, man. I don't want to be in a tribe with that, man. <laughs> They're extremely <laughs> similar. So we found both of your ancestries. I got anxiety now. <laughs> Me too. In three countries. Oh, boy. Okay. And these three countries are very closely related. Mm-hmm. They're closely close in proximity, and the um, groups are related. So the first country we found your ancestry in is Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. So, okay. And you're both Mende. 
men date people in Sierra Leone. So that's the same as your wife, Charlemagne. Okay. Um, people like Isaiah Washington, uh, Coretta Scott King. Okay. People like that are men day. Okay. Now, the men day were on the Amistad. If you remember, they're the ones who turned the Amistad around. Yes. Okay. The other important Great thing about too, the, the, the men day, I know that you come from South Carolina, right? Yep, Charleston. So the men day were rice farmers. Mm. And slavery was a business, right? This wasn't just some haphazard right, right. thing mm-hmm. that happened. So the planters in South Carolina, the rice planters, needed skilled labor in rice. And so they took the Mende and brought them to South Carolina. I prefer stole. And Georgia. Kidnapped. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you know, my, yes. Mo- my mother's mother, mother, my mother's grandmother is from South Carolina. Well, there and you Virginia. go. There you go. And so um, that's one group. Then right next to Sierra Leone is a country called Guinea-Bissau. Mm. Guinea-Bissau is a very small, it's a tiny country on the continent, and unfortunately, a very uh, poor country. In mm. fact, they don't even have any representation here in the United States. There's no embassy I could send you to or wow. anything like that, no diplomatic presence. You both share ancestry with people from Guinea-Bissau. Envy, your people are the Fulani, mm. and the Fulani were nomads. So you'll find Fulani all across Africa. You'll mm-hmm. find them in Senegal. You'll find them in Mali. You'll find them in Nigeria, mm-hmm. where we, where my people are. Charlemagne, your people are the Balanta in Guinea-Bissau. And Balanta means those who resist. I'm starting to see a theme here, mm-hmm. right? We've got the Mende mm-hmm. who resisted enslavement. We've got the Balanta who were resistant. Mm-hmm. And then you're a wanderer. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the last country we found is just one country away from Guinea-Bissau. So there's not even 800 miles between Sierra Leone and Senegal. You know, these are artificial borders. You share ancestry with the Mandinka. Mandingo. Mandingo. I always knew I was a Mandingo. <laughs> I was a Mandingo. Hey. My wife told me I was a Mandingo. All right. Hey. That's the same thing, right? Yeah, okay. it's the same thing. What's the Mandingo so, Warriors? You want to see? Well, you know, the, <laughs> the Mandinka are the griots. They're the, the keepers of the history and the culture through uh, oral traditions and musical traditions. So mm-hmm. I thought it was consistent that... Um, so we're resistors and we're in the music. Well, I'm a resistant in the music. Yep. And into communication, which is why we're here now. Wow. So congratulations. Welcome to the African Ancestry family. Got you. Uh, there are a lot of places. I don't know if you've traveled to any of these countries. I haven't, no, but no, I will. These. these results you get to share with everybody in your family. So if you have a family reunion on your mother's side, these are results are going to apply to all of So I'm from people. three different tribes? Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you think about it, so remember I told you they're not even 800 miles between Sierra Leone and Senegal. So it's mm. like... You could you could be living in D.C. and have people in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You're in different places, but gotcha. you share the same genetics. And then ethnic groups aren't genetic. The Mende, the Mandinka, the Balanta, the Fulani, those are social and cultural groups. Okay. So you could be in D.C. and be a Baptist. And your mother could be in Atlanta and be AME. Mm, got you. you belong to different groups that share different traditions, may have different values, but you have the same genetics. I didn't know it could be more than one. 
Yeah, okay. and, and they're so closely related that we just gave you everything. Now, in your letter, you'll mm-hmm. see something called a sequence similarity score. Right. Mine's 100%. Yours is 100. Is yours 100? 99.7. Okay, so in your case, Charlemagne, we found identical matches. Wow. So we found people in each of those groups in our database. Remember, I told you it's the largest in the world, mm-hmm. over 33,000, that have your exact same mitochondrial DNA signature. Wow. Envy, we found people whose um, signatures are 99.7% the same as yours. So they're not identical, Mm -hmm. but we feel damn sure, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, we are highly confident that uh, you share ancestry with those groups. Gotcha. So you can pick and choose. You can, you know, identity is fluid. You You get to form your identity however you see fit. Me and my wife not related, are we? No, your okay. your markers. <laughs> if, when you get home, you can compare right. your letters, and these are going to be different than hers. Yeah, so, so me and Charlamagne are brothers. Yep, but you didn't need me to tell you right, that, right? See that we related. <laughs> Man, shut up. See, every time you talk light skin, you just as light skin as me. No, see I'm that? Not. Yes, you are. <laughs> no way. We brothers. Me. I am excited. So where can they get these African ancestry tests, Gina? At AfricanAncestry.com. AfricanAncestry.com. All right, Gina, thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you for coming. Thank we you really for having me. We really appreciate you. So, Charlemagne, I brought you something else, too. What's this? I brought you a gift. Thank you very much. So oh, this that's, is beautiful. That's a new pendant. It has wow. Senegal, nice. Sierra Leone, and um, Guinea-Bissau on it. Your name is engraved on the back. Thank you With very your countries. Much. And so, if now that I... Now that we've revealed yours, Envy, I'll make sure that you get a pendant. Thank you very as well. much. You gonna get him a Latin America pendant? No, no. true. I'm now get you him can a- never say I'm, I'm <laughs> on my mama's side. I say I'm African. I'm your brother. Shut up. I'm your brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. How's mom doing? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. I've had a good time. Thank, Thank you, you very for much. Having me. All right. Thank now. you, Gina. It's the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV uh, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Hey, salute to Gina Page from African Ancestry, man, for coming through this Tell morning him, and giving us our uh, maternal genetic ancestry results. Mm-hmm. I am from three different tribes. Me too. Balante, Balente, mm-hmm. Mandinka, and Mende. Mm. Salute to uh, Guinea-Bissau, Senegal, and Sierra Leone. We are brothers. Shut up. We are brothers. No. Yes, we are. We no. are brothers. All right. Admit it. We are brothers. We're not brothers. We are brothers. All right. So if I show up to the house and I'll be like, hey, auntie. All right. <laughs> okay. Don't be surprised, all right? My goodness. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye West. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Congratulations to Kanye. He got his eighth number one album. It's not a surprise. And now he ties Eminem for the second most number one albums. Of course, Jay-Z has that record with 14 number one albums. Now he moved 208,000 units in his first week. 85,000 of them were traditional album sales. The rest, of course, were streams. Solid numbers. I wonder if Cuddy and uh, Kanye album goes number one this week. Would that count as another number one for Kanye? Mm. I think so. I will say that, and and I love Push's album. I love Push's album for... Whole other reasons, but right. the three good music releases that have been dropped so far, that Cuddy and Ye album might be my favorite. Kid see Ghost. Over the Push album, 
Yeah. For, I mean, for di- it's two different sides of the same coin, though. Push is discreet. Two different feelings. Adult contemporary trap rap that I love. Two different feelings. Okay, yeah, two different total feelings. All right. But Tiana Taylor's project is going to be the best project out of all of them, though. You think so? I know so. You didn't hear Nas. That is true. But I don't count Nas as a good music project. Well. Kanye just produced all of it. Yeah. Not a good music artist. All right. Well, uh, Kanye, the West family, and the, uh, Kim Kardashian, well, I could say the, the West family and the Kardashian family did Family Feud. It aired over the weekend, and this is how it started. You know, Kim. Mm-mm. All right. Mm-mm. Nope, not no, here, Kim. No, not here. Not here. We ain't doing this. No, not today, Kim. Yes. I see how it is. This is it. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't okay. we ain't shaking hands. It's called Family Feud. Not today. It, it, to, okay. Right now. Have you ever had family members play each other like this? Yeah, my family was on the oh. show. Oh. Yeah. You're, you're a I big fan. <laughs> Well, what happened until I was rudely interrupted, thank you, Dramos, uh, Kim and Chloe got to the stand, and they wouldn't shake hands. Chloe took it very serious, but the, the Kardashian family actually lost. The West family won, and they got to Fast Money. If you know what Fast Money is, that's where they pick two family members. They go hard. I think it's five questions. They only have, I think, 30 seconds, and this is how it went. On a scale of 1 to 10, how sexy are you compared to the people you work with? 10. Try again. Five. Name a part of the body you're always banging into things. Your knee. Fill in the blank. Slice of what? Bread. Name something a pet hamster spends a lot of time doing. Eating. Name something you need to make a milkshake. Milk. Try again. Ice cream. Bam. All right, and then we have, uh, you can find out if they actually won here. We need 53 points for $25,000. On a scale of 1 to 10, how sexy are you compared to the people you work with? Your wife said 10. You said 10. Then you said (laughs) 5. Survey said... Oh, God. 5 and 8 was tied for the top answer with 32 away. Name a part of the body you're always banging into things. You said... Your knee. Survey said... Oh, all right, he won. Bruh, they they bruh, got twenty five thousand. Bro, why bruh. the hell did you do a family feud recap in the middle of the room report? They picked these Where stories. Where are the goddamn rumors? Stories. I want to hear some rumors, man. They picked these stories. No family feud me. recap. That was good. It was kind of funny. It was actually a good dope man, show. Shout, shout out to the West up. family. They won that. They won twenty five thousand for a good cause. Now Vince Vaughn, you know who Vince Vaughn is, right? He's white. I don't know. I know. I, 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 when you said that, I thought Vince Staples, but I know who you're talking about. Vince Vaughn, this guy right here. Look, look, I'm going to show you a picture. I know the white oh. man you're talking about. All right, gosh. He's an actor, and he was arrested for DUI. Congratulations. That's all you want to hear about it? That's it? He was arrested for DUI? That's it? What he was? What, what was DUI? He was driving under the influence. I'm just, I was testing you, sir. I was just making sure you knew what DUI <laughs> I know what DUI Okay. I'm not doing these rumors anymore. Hey, please. Man, that's all I've been waiting for. I'm not doing these rumors anymore. Just stop. Just give up. Quit. Like LeBron in the third quarter of game four. Just quit. Just give it up, bro. All right. God damn. That was I was your waiting for you to do that five minutes ago. I don't want to do these rumors. Why is he doing a family feud I don't want to do these rumors. That's what they gave me. I don't want to do it. I don't enjoy anything on Monday. I want to read rumors about people. That's why I took the light I want to hear some good rumors. Not no family feud recap. And Vince Vaughn got arrested for a DUI. So what? I'm glad you quit in the middle of the third quarter like LeBron in game four. Drop on a clue bomb for you for knowing your limitations. All right? You got to know what you're good at, sir. Well, who are you giving your donkey to? Donkey the days of next. Oh, yes. I need uh, Hot 97 to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a little word with them. The, the whole Hot 97? D- yes. Very disrespectful what I saw yesterday. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. And then Neo will be joining us. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Democrat for Donkey of the Day. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed question. So like a donkey. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. <laughs> donkey of the Day for Monday, June 11th goes to New York City radio station Hot 97. Drop on the clues bombs for Hot 97. Legendary. Okay, I'm not going to front on that brand. You can't front on that brand. Staple in hip-hop culture forever. Well, yesterday... Uh, as you probably saw on title, they had their annual concert, Summer Jam. I didn't watch the show, so I can't comment on it. I saw Meek Mill's intro to his performance uh, uh, on Instagram. That was dope. That was dope. Uh, that was very hard. And I, I know Timberland and Switch Beats had a beat battle, mm-hmm. which I haven't watched yet, but I plan to. Uh, other than that, I know nothing about the show. But I woke up this morning to a, a few people texting me and tweeting me, and they were downright disgusted. <laughs> about a tweet that was sent out from Hot 97's Twitter account. Now, we live in an era where I keep stressing to y'all that it's just intersectionality like we have never seen before between the young and the seasoned, okay, the veterans, the old heads, all right? It's never been like this before, ever. And you need a healthy balance of both. Why? Because you need the youngins to keep us old heads in tune with the little young Uzi thugs and the rich homie kids of the world. And you need the old heads to prevent mistakes like the one that Hot 97 made last night. Now, whoever was running Hot 97's Twitter account was live-tweeting the the performances as they should have been doing their job. And Megan Wright was performing. Now, Megan Wright had a special guest come out during her set. And that special guest was the legendary Bun B of UGK. Drop one of Clues Bombs for UGK. All right, legend does not begin to describe that man. Not only is he a dope MC, he is an exceptional human being. Okay, UGK as a collective arguably could be considered the first trap rappers. A uh, pocket full of stones from the Minister Society soundtrack in '93 was one of the first records I can remember where people were talking about slanging dope. But that's a debate for another day. But what can't be debated is the impact UGK has had on the culture of hip hop. Okay, well clearly. Hot 97 had a jitterbug running the Twitter account. If it wasn't a youngin', then it was a culturally clueless, uncultured piece of swine who tweeted out when Bun B hit the stage, underground kings, with an exclamation mark, then proceeded to tweet, Pimp C just came out with Megan Wright, hashtag Summer Jam. Now, some of y'all just heard me say that, and it means nothing to you. Some of y'all heard me say that, and you don't believe what I just said. Yes, Hot 97 tweeted out, underground kings, Pimp C, just came out with Megan Wright, hashtag Summer Jam. Why is this a problem? And why is Hot 97 getting donkey today? Well, it's because Pimp C has been dead since December 4th, 2007. Okay, I remember this day so vividly because me being the psychological hypochondriac I am, went to the hospital that night because I thought Pimp C died of a heart attack. And I drank a Red Bull earlier that day and forgot how I drank it. So late that night between having a panic attack, thinking I was going to be found dead like Pimp C and that Red Bull, I rushed to the emergency room. That's just the way my brain works, okay? My anxiety-filled brain, that's just the way it works. And that's how much I love Pimp C. It was on my mind that much. Now, High 97 did post an apology, which said earlier tonight an inadvertent tweet was sent out stating that Pimp C was on stage with Megan Wright. We deeply apologize to family and friends of the late Pimp C, as well as Bun B for the terrible era. We hold the legacy of Chad Lamont Butler, a.k.a. Pimp C, and UGK dear to our hearts, and will work to keep his rich legacy alive in the future. Now, when I initially saw the tweet, I was like, wow, we really got to step it up for Powerhouse this year because they must have a Pimp C hologram. Oh, boy. At Summer Jam, okay? Didn't know that this was just a mistake they made. Let me tell you something, High 97. Pimp C once said, take that monkey off you embarrassing us. He stated those eloquent lines on sipping on some scissor. Let's hear that line, please. Take that monkey off you 
embarrassing us. And the key words in that bar is embarrassing us, okay? And by us, I mean hip-hop and R&B stations all across the country. You can't say you are where hip-hop lives if you don't even know what hip-hop artists are living. Please give Hot 97 the biggest hee haw Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, when we come back, Neo will be here, so we'll kick it with Neo. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. A proud member of the faithful male community. Yes, he is. <laughs> Neo! Yeah, yeah. What's, What's happening, on? my brother? What's going on with you? Chilling, chilling, chilling. You posted that online, man. I forgot exactly what the post was, but it was just something about being faithful and being with one woman. He's a good man yeah, now. Yeah. And everybody gave you flack. It was I couldn't mad. understand it. I, it just, you know what? It just spoke to the, the world we live in right now. Like I, You know what? I put There's a song on the album called Apology, and I, I, put, I posted a little something about the song. The song is basically me apologizing to every woman that came before my that wife. That you did dirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like... It, it was one specific lady that was on Twitter. I don't remember her, tw- her Twitter handle, but she was like, so did you call all these women personally and apologize? I'm like, wait, you want me to call every woman that I've been with <laughs> since before my wife? Call them all and apologize personally? She was like, that would be a start. I'm like, you know what? Let me just... This know. is too much. You're doing too much. But that's why you make the song. You cast a wide yeah. net. She was like, she was like, actions speak louder than words. I'm like, I put a song on an album that the world has a potential to hear. That ain't action. Like, Why were you, you really just do? talking to this woman back? Because and I, I do that sometimes. Come on, I, I, Neil, go, I, I go on Twitter every now and then to just you know walk amongst the people. I'm okay. people's champ. I, do, I like doing. And that. the best action and the best apology is always change behavior. Clearly, exactly. you've done that. Just thank not you. with, yeah. thank just you. not thank with you. any of those yeah. women. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate well, he, well, of course he say that because he's the same thing. We men, we we go through yeah. the same thing. Listen, you better stop pointing at me because I'm gonna start pointing back at you. Okay, <laughs> I'm tired of shit acting like I'm the only. I'm the only guy that changed in this room. No, we all oh, changed okay. completely. Completely, I'm yeah. off it. Ain't nothing out there. Now, why was this album needed right now? I mean, we're, we're grateful for it, but why right now? Uh, just what the the climate that we in right now, man. Like like cats is we got this sexual harassment case and this rape charge and and the Me Too movement and and the and the Times Up movement and all of that. I just feel like it's 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 me trying to trying to lead by example again. You, you think men I mean? didn't realize really all the things that women have to go through? Hundred percent on a daily basis. Had no like clue. I really feel like men had no idea. Had a lot no of times as women too, we're just like, Well, you know, this is the business here and so you just gotta have a tough skin. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's not how it's supposed exactly. to be. Exactly. I didn't I didn't know. I mean I, I had I'm a, I'm gonna keep it funky. I had an idea just because of stories that I've heard, but I didn't know it was I didn't know it was like for real, for real. Like because there's like, people that... Like, I'm, sta- like, that was, like, the standard. Like, that's just what goes down. Because I'm sure there's people that you know personally, men who are, mm-hmm. you know, being accused of things, and you're like, damn, that's, you know... Oh. And you know what? On, on the other side of that, because, okay, so every accusation, so that we should definitely pay attention to every accusation. But at the same time, it's like, you gotta be careful with them accusations. Like, mm-hmm. if, like... The accusation is is the crucifi- is the crucifixion straight away. Like if you're accused of it, whether it's true or not, just right. the fact that you got accused is like your whole life could your whole life could yeah. be over. Behind you shouldn't that. be ruined because of allegations. Yeah, like things on pause. <laughs> yeah, like, let's, ruined. let's really let's let's investigate for real before yes. it just be like, oh, he did it. Yep, she said he did it, so he did it. Like, damn. Like, all right, well, what about what if you didn't do it? Like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, now you know his companies is done, and then yep. dude, life is over because. Somebody, because somebody was mad and decided to say something. You know, right. I don't feel like that's right. I feel like we should we should do a little bit more uh, research and investigation into these ac- accusations and allegations before we just start crucifying cats. I, I feel like that's wrong. At what point did you have your revelation? When did you realize you know what I really want to be a good man? It was you know what it really was the 
uh, mar- the, my marriage. That really was it. Mm-hmm. Like it, she's she's really good at calling me on on my bull. If that if I if I could say that, like she's real good at at uh you know I get on my neo sometimes. You know, and she's real good about being like, yeah, you bring you, it back to earth. Neo is not your name. <laughs> you're not, you're not Neo. Okay, your mama didn't name you Neo. And and just being with somebody that real, like it really forced me to kind of self reflect and look mm-hmm. back on, you know, relationships that I've been in and realize that a lot of the issues that I felt that I that I came across with those relationships were self caused. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, we beefing all the time because you're always accusing me of something when in actuality. I was really doing it. Right. And, and you caught me and I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to die with the lie. And that's the reason that we're going through what we're going through. And had I not been doing what I was doing, then we probably would have never even. That's how that guys fight. are. They they call you crazy. They're like, oh, you so crazy. But mm-hmm. you really are doing the things that she and then you're calling her crazy for calling you out on the things that you're really yeah. doing. And then we start feeling like, damn, am I really crazy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's wild? Like we'll sit, we'll sit with the homies and like talk about the fact that, man, she just be on my head. Always accusing me of this, accusing me of that. So anyway, where the bitches at? You know, like, like you believe in your own lies now. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it's people crazy. who create their own uh, drama deserve their own karma. That's real. And and, and honestly, that's, you feel so much freer when you're not living like that no more. You know what? I'm I'm in a place now where I I'll go to the club if you know because I got to promote music and all of that. But I have more fun at the house with the wife and the kids to be completely honest with you than, than going to the club now. Like I realized the club ain't for the club ain't for me no more. The club is for the single dude that's chasing cuz if you ever go to the club and you're not there for women, you either going to get real drunk <laughs> or you're just going to stand around and look at people, which is kind of what people do in the club now, right now anyway. Just oh, bottles over there cool. <sighs> Y'all ready to go? Yeah, cuz it, it ain't fun. Or you, or you, you forget the third thing. You forget the third thing. What? Feeling old. Oh, <laughs> definitely. So. Like, who that is? What song yeah. that is? You know what I mean? Yeah, a song. Come on, everybody go crazy. Like, what's, what's, what's that record? Yeah, I don't know. and doing that old, that doing one. that old school set. Come on, hey! You make me ain't no time. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it Damn, goes. That's an old song now. Yes, huh? it is. Man. It is. Give it to me as an old school record. <laughs> All right. It's all right. Amazing. Congratulations. You got a, a baby on the way. Yeah, man. We are literally in the any day now stage. Wow. So, you know, I'm, I'm I'm moving around, but, you know, the phone is right here. You're as soon as call. I get the call, mm-hmm. we headed back to L.A. to go ahead and get it done. And your uh, World of Dance is back on. Yes, yes, yes. Season two, uh, we are officially back on NBC, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central every Tuesday. Make sure you tune in. And I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm excited for people to see this thing. I. I was worried after the first season because it was so many amazing things that happened in the first season. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, how can you tap? Like, cats is literally gonna have to like fly in order to impress us now because we've mm-hmm. seen we've seen it all. But that's the thing about dancers is that you know they love what they do, so they're always always evolving because right. they, they they just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So like this, like the first day of shooting, I was like, all right, we're gonna be fine. Like the first day of shooting, I was, every every day every day mm-hmm. that I sit in that chair, my mind is blown. Like, they had some of the contestants good. from last season too. Come yeah, back. yeah, people get to come back. Mm-hmm. Get to come back. If you didn't so much do what it is you wanted to do the first season, you get to, you can come back. And uh, the dope thing about that is, you know, I love to see the cast that come back that actually listen to what we were saying to them. Because a lot of a lot of dancers, they're so passionate about what they do, it's hard to direct them. It's hard to give them corrective criticism. And that's that's anybody when right. they're passionate about something, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me how to write a song. This is what I do. You can't tell me how to dance. I've been doing this my whole life. Where well, you're on, you're on a TV show where I'm supposed to judge you for what you're doing. And if I'm giving you corrective criticism, it's to help you, not to clown you. Right. But it's it's hard to tell passionate people. Something. Do they ever try to check you? Because they're like, Neil, you're not a dancer. You're not Chris Brown. They haven't yet. Um, I, I don't I don't doubt that it'll come at some point, but they haven't yet. Mm-hmm. They haven't. Not now. Black Twitter will definitely. <laughs> 
Who the hell is Neo to think he can judge somebody dancing? What the <laughs> they, they get that. You know, it is what it is. All right, let's get into a Neo mini mix. Let me know what you want to hear. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Neo is in the building. Now, do you still love music? I do. I do. I, I still hate the game, but music, music I'll always love. What part of the what game you hate? about the game? You made a lot of money, Neil. I did. I did. I made a lot of money. I'm, I'm still making a lot of money. You can live off publishing for the rest of your life, I'm I sure. absolutely could. However, I just I like, I don't like the fact, anything that is artistic and you add commerce to it, it just hollows it out mm-hmm. for me personally. Mm. You know what I mean? What made you decide after three years, now is the time? Um... Well, you know how the music industry is. Three years is like 10 years in the music <laughs> industry. Because, like, it was, okay, so in the at the two-year stint, I'm on Twitter and everybody's like, y'all remember Neo? And I'm like, damn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> two years. Golly. <laughs> so I figured I, I couldn't stay I couldn't stay going too much longer because then all of a sudden I'm, I'm touring with Keep Sweat and, and somebody else. <laughs> Nothing wrong with touring with Keep Sweat. Keep Sweat still getting about 50 to 70 a show. Oh, well, damn, I didn't know that. Oh hell yeah! No disrespect to Keith Sweat. I was just speaking on the fact that he's a lot older than me, and you know I don't I don't Keith know if I'm supposed to be there. Stay on the road. Thank you. Right yeah. yeah, no disrespect to Keith Sweat. Stay on the road. All right, well, well I take that back. Then. That'll be some good beef. Okay. Keith Sweat and Neil. Let's see if we can make that pop off. <laughs> Neil Sweat always gets in trouble when he's up here. Let's get this set up. Let's set this up. Keith Sweat and Neil. I want no smoke with Keith Sweat. Shout out to Keith Sweat. My mama love you. Shout out to Keith Sweat. No ladies his age. Really? Oh, no, no, no. Keep Sweat still out here knocking them down. I was 20s. not aware. All right, well, keep more power playing. to Keep Sweat. More power to Keep Sweat. Much love. Much Keith. love. Y'all ain't finna give me in trouble. Keith, I, I think right? Neil wants smoke, Keith. Oh, I exactly. want no smoke, Keith. <laughs> he gonna dish you on this quiet None. show. Do <laughs> <laughs> you f*** your own music? No. No. Because mid-stroke, I'm like, ah, oh, that note was <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. You I can't do it. it. To this day, every time I hear a, a song of mine, I'm, I'm constantly critiquing. Like, man, that that's too much harmony. Like, that should be something different. Now, you, when you came in here, you were talking about working on doing movies in the mm-hmm. future. So that's the next plan. I'm, I'm learning how to how to properly write a script. I didn't know that that uh, there's like a language to this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like yeah. it's literally not just have an idea, sit down and write it out. Like, it's like, nah, like if this don't happen by page 11 and and if this arc don't happen, then that ain't gonna work. And like, I'm, I'm literally learning a whole nother language. And who told you, you how to write songs? And everything. Um, experience? That's why That's why I thought writing movies was the same thing. Cause mm-hmm. like, all right, you go through something. I mean, you learned, you learned the, the basic song structure, right? This is a verse, this is a hook, this is a bridge. And then from there, you just do what your artistic vibe tell you to do. Mm-hmm. And I thought that writing writing films was the same way, but nah. But you can switch it up too, because you don't have to have like there's people who've done songs but no hooks. There's people, you know. True, but you got to learn the rules before you get to before you get to breaking them. But them. these kids don't learn the rules. Like some of these songs now be a minute and forty eight seconds. You be like, damn, yeah. that's a short song. Yeah, yeah. No I, hooks. That might be part of why attention spans is getting so short. You're right. right. True. Yeah, I hate it. I, I really enjoy. <laughs> I really do. You just hate the, the the whole industry as a whole, or not the industry as a whole. I hate that. I hate that it's become so easy. Like anybody can be an artist now. Mm-hmm. Anybody can be a DJ now. Mm-hmm. Like you push a button uh, or you throw a couple pics up on IG, and, and suddenly you're an artist. Suddenly right. you're a DJ. Suddenly you're a model. Like, but I that just doesn't mean you have a career. True, true. Time. But I, at, at the same time, it's people. People are paying more attention to 
how many followers you got on IG than mm -hmm. they are like your actual ability and talent, mm -hmm. which is just not fair. Like it's cats that work long, blood, sweat, and tears to hone their craft and don't get the same look that the cat who just turned the auto tune on and just did something in his bathroom and put it out gets. And it's like, you know, I just, I just, I don't dig that. You got to find a balance though. Because technically, it's really just a matter of promotion and marketing. Like, they've just found a way to market their product better than the person with talent that's working hard. I guess that's, a way, that's one way to look at it. You know, I come from the era where you was looking up to greatness. Like, Michael Jackson was greatness. Right. You know, you were supposed to look up to that dude. It's like, that's, that's not the case right now. Truth be told, though, when you look at the biggest, I'm talking about the biggest that's out there, mm. they truly are great, though. Like, Beyonce's truly oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, great are... Yeah. Uh, even Drake and Kendrick and Cole, when it comes to rap, they're truly great. So it still is a standard. There's a standard. It's just there's not there's not as many now as there as there once was. Yeah. You know. Where do you fall in? You think? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Better question for my fans, I guess. No, you have longevity. You have yeah, a, you got a catalog. You got a resume. You have a catalog. Neo is up here. Well, I don't know because uh, there there are people out there that don't feel like me and Beyonce could ever sit on the same plane. That's but you've gone for, for Beyonce. Cheer. It's a you know. You've wrote records for Beyonce. Yeah, I have. It's, I have. To the left, to the left. That yeah. was Neo. Yeah, one of her biggest. Yeah. It so sucks that I have to go. remind people see of that. that grin. That's weird. One of the biggest. Mm -hmm. One of yeah, one of the biggest. Yeah. But but again, gone for three years and all of a sudden is do you remember Neo? Damn. That shit is embarrassing. Well, you got a new album out that comes out this week, so a lot yes. of people it, it'll start the conversation back up. Good again. man. Yeah, yeah. I Anybody that don't remember, we're gonna remind. Over, you saw that when Duval said something about being a good man. Yeah, yeah. he was beefing over what he said about yeah. being faithful. And... <laughs> I don't understand. You I don't, got I mad about that. It. I was like, why is Neil? I wasn't. Duvall, I wasn't mad. A yeah, I, I knew that. I knew that he was playing, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> don't, 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 don't on the message. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That, that was that was what like I was. But you gotta time, think Duvall's still a forty year old thought though. So I mean, he's a, that's the truth. And Duvall is hurt right now. His girl broke up with him. He's been single. Um, he's been hurt. So. Oh no, he's living his best life though. Duvall well, stay on the island. So he thinks he's gonna shoot back at me. I can't wait for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a comedian. Like, he clowns me about going to therapy. He clowns me about being faithful now. Cause I mean that's just that's just his nature. Yeah, which 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 is why I wasn't tripping. I was I didn't declare war on Duvall because he said Now your wife got a lot of flack for talking about your son's hair. Yeah, yeah. You said your, your, your son's hair wasn't like mommy's silky hair. What, what did you think about that? Because people take everything literally now. I didn't care. I didn't care. It's true. Little dude's hair is dry. And, and she's a new mom, and she ain't know what to do about it. So she got online and was asking people, what, what should I do with his dry ass hair? Is it, my hair ain't dry, so I don't know what to do about it. And I just feel like people got, people got real sensitive for no reason. It's like people, period. We get real sensitive about stuff. And it's like, like it's like y'all just want to fight. Like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand that. Like we so quick to just tear something down. Like it's again, it just speaks to the world we live in right now. So you hate black understand. people is what you're telling us. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be that's, that's, you know, that's what everybody here it comes. That's what it everybody comes. just heard. Everybody just Neo heard. Neo hates, hates black, black hates people. Black people. And it's all good. And talking about his son's white hair, Neil says he hates <laughs> black people. His son doesn't have white hair. I mean, his son's nappy hair. Like, Neil his likes his light-skinned kids better than his dark skin. Yeah, here we go. It's all good. Well, the album is out this week, so we appreciate you for joining us. A good Absolute. man. Yes, Friday. Make sure you go get that thing. All right. Well, you still go right for people? Uh, not not as of late. I've been chilling as of late. I, I had to make sure that people gave a damn about again. Cats ain't remember me. I had to make sure people gave a damn about me first before I write for somebody else.
Okay. I think yeah. people don't. Re- I think people don't recognize you no more because you take the hat off too much nowadays. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Come on, th- I'm telling you. You know what? It's crazy. People, people, people recognize me more with the hat. It's That's what I'm saying. Hat on and trying, trying to be incognito and people. But if I take the hat off, I'm walking, walking, I'm walking through Target and cats is walking right by me like. Ain't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Uh, he look aggressive. It's <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that angry scalp. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. The beef is over. It's this is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Now, you know, for the last two weeks, we've been seeing Drake and Pusha T going neck to neck, head to head, going at each other. Now it looks like the beef is officially over. It's done. It's dead. They, Pusha T says it's over. Uh, Jay Prince says it's over. Kanye says it's over. So I guess it's over. And Pusha T has a win in the record books. You know what I'm saying? I he know does. y'all. I know y'all love uh, Drake. And Duppy Freestyle was dope, but no, Pusha T, he he got that. And it's not even close, by the way. Pusha T washed him with that son of uh, Adidon or whatever it's called. I, I, yeah, Adidon, I believe. It is. I believe, I think Drake's album is scheduled to come out June 22nd. I'm, I'm, I don't think that's going to be the date again. They're going to push it back? I think they're going to push it back. And the whole Adidas rollout was ruined. Yeah, well, Because that was going to be the name of his whole Adidas line. And, and, and allegedly they had a song... He had a song on his new album that was about his son, mm-hmm. and Pusha T just stepped all over that. So everybody got to go back to the drawing board right now. I mean, I would still do it. I would still release it the way I want to release it. I mean, he didn't ruin the song. We still haven't heard the song. We haven't nah. seen the clothes. We haven't seen the sneakers. You can't do that. Not right. Not now. Damn. Not now. You can't pull Pusha T right. All right. <laughs> but also, over the weekend, Jay-Z and Beyonce, I guess when you go, they're performing overseas on the On The Run 2 tour, and you get a special tour book, and some of the pictures on the tour book shows... Uh, Beyonce's cakes, and it also shows Jay-Z and Beyonce cuddled up in bed. Listen, man, I'm going to tell y'all something. I know that all of y'all are saying that Jay-Z looks crazy. I'm going to tell you what looks crazy to me. What looks crazy to me is a bunch of grown men tweeting. they like, Jay-Z not sexy. Yo, Charlotte, on front, you know Jay-Z not sexy in this pic. Somebody What's up with y'all? Yeah, somebody tweeted me that this morning. Jay-Z don't look like, sexy. Yo, don't front, Charlotte. You know Jay-Z don't look sexy in that pic. I never, hey, looked, at, I never looked at Jay-Z as sexy. That wasn't, you know, I wasn't. <laughs> that's, that's not even I like on my Jay-Z's mind. Music. That's not even on my mind, bro. It, it, it does seem odd, though, because you just never see them like this. You don't see them vulnerable like no, that. No, not at all. That's what that is. Now, you know, me and you are brothers now. You know that. Shut up. If you ever heard earlier, you know, uh, what's her name? Gina Page. Gina Page from African Ancestry came up here and said that Charlemagne and I are from the same tribe and that we're brothers. I'm from a few tribes. We're brothers. We're, we're from the, 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 almost the same tribes. We're Sal- brothers. Salute to African Ancestry. You can go to African Ancestry and um, they can tell you what tribe you're from and what country in Africa. Mm-hmm. I'm 97% West African. It really don't get no blacking in me. And I'm from the Balente tribe, the Mendica tribe, mm-hmm. and the Mende tribe. Salute to Senegal, Sierra Leone, and Guinea Bissau. Right. I think I pronounced that right. Probably not, but I'm from all those places. So Charlemagne and I are going to go on a brother's trip. We're going to fly to Africa. Nah. We're going to meet the rest of our family. Mm-mm. We're going to do this together, you know. We're brothers. We're gonna we're gonna act like brothers. Like we're gonna do it like the original mm-hmm. day. We're gonna borrow each other's clothes. No, son. What else do brothers do? We're gonna sleep in the same no, bed. Son. And we're gonna share food. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Brother. When we finally do build this Wakanda, I'm doing brown paper bag tests. You know what, what I'm saying? Light skinned people have been letting us down for a long time. All right. You gotta really, really have like a amazing IQ 
and but more importantly, a high emotional IQ <laughs> because light-skinned people are too goddamn emotional brother. and too sensitive. So if you don't brother. have a high emotional IQ as a light-skinned person, you can't come into Wakanda. You got to go to the neighboring city, well, kind of. Well, okay. kind of. No, brother, yes. brother, brother, we go together, brother. Why you keep talking like that? That's brother. That's African. Man, shut up, man. See, that's why I don't want to be your brother. <laughs> See, right there, because you're just making a mockery of African I'm people. I'm not. Brother, Stop it. That's what they say, brother. Man, shut up, man. You know what? Forget you. And uh, also, today is Angie Martinez Day. Hey! Drop one of Kilo's bombs for African, <laughs> African Latin Ancestry. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Angie Ma, today is National Angie Martinez Day. It is. There I... is no Coquito left in the city to celebrate because yesterday no. was the Puerto Rican Day Parade here in New York. But I'm sure Angie got a stash. Yeah, Coquito's low, white jeans are low in the city, and right now uh, Puerto Rican flags are low. White in the jeans city. are done. <laughs> All right. I wish you would tell a, a Latino person, a Dominican in New York, they can't wear white after Labor Day. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All, right. All you got to right. do is text 300. To 96000. Again, text 300 to 96000. And let's get Angie Martinez in the Radio Hall of Fame. Yes, man. And, I can, and, and she'll be the first Latino ever in the Radio Hall mm. of Fame. I can't believe Angie's not already in the Radio Hall of Fame. That's I'm right. going to be honest with you. I just can't. Like, she's a, she's a legend. Like, you're, you're a liar if you do radio right now and you say you haven't been influenced or inspired by Angie Martinez. Absolutely. Envy, I'm going to tell you something. What? You know Angie hates this. What? But you have to do it. What's that? You got to get some Angie Martinez music on in the mix, man. Oh, that's done. I'm you definitely got to show these kids. I'm definitely gonna do that. And one of Angie's many talents. I, all right, definitely okay. gonna do that. She's gonna be what mad. What records you gonna play? I'm going all. I'm going. It's ladies' night. What? Hey, it must be Angie, Angie on the mic. mic. I'm doing that one. I'm doing. Uh, you gonna do the joint with Jay Z, Mia Moore? Uh, yeah. How'd that go? Um, how you say my love in Spanish, Mia, Mia Moore? How, how you, you say, say my love in thug, thug when I hit it raw? Yep. You gonna play the joint with uh? What was her Sicario artist's name? Sicario? I can consume. Oh, far away. Uh, 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 uh. We're going to play all Lil those Lil' Mo was on that one. Yep, yep. So, Angie got joints. So we're going to get some Angie Martinez. Turn the radio the up, Angie. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mixes here. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.